Halal Travel Podcast. So today we have someone very special. We have Shamsida Ani, uh, who is dubbed the Sambal Queen uh, mm. for her flair in mixing spices during her time as a finalist in MasterChef Singapore Season One. <laughs> what a mouthful! So uh, yeah, she was a finalist in Master MasterChef Season One. Uh, she's also a bubbly mom of one. She's a true blue foodie, uh, spending her time between food photography, writing, recipe development, and maintaining a, an active social media. Present. So she's also an advocate for modern Malay uh, cuisine, mm-hmm. um, and has also wrote a cookbook titled "Spices and Lime: Recipes from a Modern Southeast Asian Kitchen." Uh, so welcome and thank you for for taking time out to be uh, on our podcast. Uh, maybe you can start. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, thanks. Uh, you can share a bit more. I mean, I've probably like already condensed everything that you said. I'm sure there's a lot more. But maybe we can we can start with like how how you how you started. Like how did it all start? Your your love of food and cooking. How did I start? Um, how did I? Okay, my first foray into food basically. Um, I got tired of my mom's cooking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love my mom's cooking. I really do. But she has a repertoire of like maybe six dishes that she rotates. You know, mm-hmm. and um, this. These dishes were the ones that I grew up with. You know, you have a rendang, ayam lemak, you know, your soup ayam, you know, all that basic standard Malay food. But when I got to JC, I was a bit tired of like, ah, I need to learn how to cook because I want to explore other cuisines. You know, like um, at a point of time, uh, there wasn't much halal food outside. It's not as um, it is. The scene wasn't as it is right now. Mm-hmm. Um, halal cafes were very few um, halal certified restaurants also were very few it was like, like a standard Benson's you know McDonald's that kind of thing mm-hmm. didn't have like fancy food that was halal mm-hmm. so uh, my sister um, she has a family of her own and she cooked a lot for her kids yeah yes she cooked a lot for her kids mm-hmm. and she was always inviting me over to come over and she was the one who introduced me to like you know western food Vietnamese mm-hmm. food and I think that's how I started to cook, basically. To to break out of the rut because I was tired of my mom's cooking. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I, I think yeah. uh, Malay cuisine is like one of the hardest mm. things to cook just because there's so many elements to it. Mm-hmm. And like you can yes. try and replicate the same recipe from someone but it will never taste uh-huh. the same. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know... Definitely. Yeah, ironically, like you say, you, you are now an advocate for like modern Malay uh, cuisine though. Uh-huh. So is it like do you feel like your roots uh, is important? Sorry? You feel like uh, your roots is important in kind of like you know, oh. the recipe development that you do uh, the, the kind of cuisine that you, you do? Definitely. Definitely, definitely. Um, you know, as much as I cook and I eat and I try mm-hmm. other cuisines, um, I still go back to Malay food. And even when I went into MasterChef, um, I was telling myself that if I do get through to the top, then if I do get through as mm-hmm. far as I could, um, I wanted to showcase Malay food because I was getting tired of not seeing Malay food on the world map. Um, right. If you watch, mm. if, if you watch a lot of you know TV shows, mm-hmm. they talk about Indian food, mm. they talk about Chinese food, but yeah. not so much about Malay food. And I guess you know, like Malay food is like the subcategory of Indonesian food, mm-hmm. uh, which of course you know it's it's pretty much um, <clears throat> what do you call it. Uh, 
it's expected connected in a real you know, the, the term Malay was it, it's just very diverse it's just too too general yep. too generic you know so um, yeah so when I got into MasterChef I'm like you know what let's just go back to my roots you know do what mm. I know and just make it a bit stylo make it a bit fancy and that's what I did so mm. I still go back to my roots I still go back to Malay food because essentially that's who I am I can't run away from it mm. you know and um, I think that it's, it's good for for me to master Malay food especially now we've come to an age where um I think consumers are too reliant on just buying, you know, mm. local dishes, Malay yeah. dishes off someone else. Yeah. Yeah. And like again, I think just because it's just so like tedious to me. Mm. Yes. Like it takes hours. Strenuous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Strenuous <laughs> activity, yeah. Malay food. <laughs> that, that's, that, that's the thing. Like everyone tells me that, oh, I can't deal with cooking Malay food. There's, there's so much mess. But it's not, is it? many elements. Uh, you know, but once you get a hang of it, you, right. you understand how how to make like a basic rampa. You understand mm-hmm. the timing. You understand um, the technique um, of, of, you know, making sure that the rempa is you know dapat chaminya mm-hmm. you know so once you understand you will actually master it so mm-hmm. that's where I come in with the modern Malay part where mm-hmm. I use western techniques into Malay cooking mm-hmm. right yeah you, you know like you were saying like bila dapat chaminya right but then like every time when I yeah. see my nenek cook I just like what is pecah minyak and like what is bila bila rempah tu dah garing padahal it's like gravy I'm just like apa itu garing I'm like bila, what, how do I know like for example like people like me how do I know um when to put in like the next ingredients you know that kind of thing ah uh, I see I see so yeah so that's the thing you see the thing about Malay cooking is there's a lot of agak-agak mm, there's a yeah. lot of and I think it's something that's very um, how do I say it uh, it's very discouraging right. for the younger generation for them to learn how to cook because personally for me that's how I learned how to cook and so my mom was like ala kau agak-agak lah bawang santan you know she was just like agak-agak then you know I, I told her like I cannot I need to know I, the basic for me to learn I need to understand like what is agak-agak like what is what is it give me a ratio give me a percentage yeah, 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 yeah. you know yeah so um, I actually like you know um, sat, uh, sat down with my recipe book you know and I saw how much of ingredients you put in <laughs> mm. and that's just that's just the basic lah for me to understand what is it that, uh, what is it she means by agak-agak mm-hmm. you know and it's just something I think it's a very western concept lah like cooking with measurements uh, like for example when I wrote my cookbook I have my roti boyan recipe mm-hmm. it's actually my mom's recipe and she was laughing at me when she saw the book she saw the recipe and she was like why you put in like exact measurements to <laughs> this roti boyan like uh, are you sure these measurements will work you know and I'm yeah. like Yes, I because I've tried and many people have tried, you know, yeah. and she didn't believe me until like I showed her like a few of my followers who uh, messaged yeah. me and like, mm-hmm. hey, I followed your roti boyan recipe to the T and it actually worked for the first time ever, mm-hmm. you know, and my mom, she was still in disbelief and she's like, okay, fine, let me give it a try. No, but then again, after she's done it, she's still like, um, okay, lah, but I think you still need to add a bit more of this, <laughs> a bit more. A bit more of that, you know. She'll never say it's a good recipe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's hard. Those compliments are hard to come by. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, okay, what is like the one recipe for you that's like uh, the most you find most difficult to make or like um, it's just uh, a lot of steps and uh, yeah, it's just not easy that you think? One recipe that is very difficult, is it? Yeah, like, uh, I don't know, rendang, is it? Oh, <laughs> I feel like rendang takes a long feel, time. Um, for me, none of the recipes are difficult, really, because mm. I think I've, I've taken, you know, enough time. I think I've worked on it for over a decade since wow. I was, like, 20, you know, learning how to cook. Yep. Um, and, but if, if I were to be a beginner, the rendang definitely is the most difficult, mm. without a doubt. Um, just because there's a lot of ingredients hmm. and you need to have a lot of patience. Yep. So that's the thing that that always turns people off from like, mm. trying to make rendang. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like oh yeah, too many ingredients. Um, I don't know what's I don't know what's cinnamon in in in, in Malay. I don't mm-hmm. know how to go to the and ask for mm-hmm. uh, you know uh, like like what are the spices I need. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I had an embarrassing mm. incident at the pasar at the time. My mom asked to buy uh, uh, French, beans. French beans. French beans. French beans. French beans. French beans. The Heinz. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not panjang. It's the other one. Kacang bon- you know, bonche. Bonches. Kacang bonches, is it? Long, bonches. long bean is which one? Kacang panjang. So I think it's kacang yeah. bonches. Mm. So yeah, I asked her what's it, what's it in English So okay French beans <laughs> Then I went to the pasar Then I see Okay this one looks like it lah. So I take Then I go to the uncle I take two packet I go to the uncle Coffee the uncle This one is French bean right This one snow peas <laughs> Okay You got French beans Finish already Okay thank you I put back Then you can online online Kan dah siap-siap siap Siap-siap ada Ada namanya But like one of the things you know is yeah. just not worth it but like yeah, yeah. Actually, I, I think that's tip. why people also go to supermarket because mm. they are used to the English terms true uh, you know like yeah, they just rather like you know what I don't know what's this in Malay let me just go to supermarket yeah. and carry labels mm. yeah, yeah. But actually, I have a tip to go to the pasar. Yeah. When you have, when your mom asks you to go to the pasar. Yeah. So I would go and then I would actually video call her and then show her the market. This one, okay. This spring onion, okay. So, ambil lah yang lawa sikit. Like, okay, this one, okay. Wow. So actually, force her and yeah. fuck her yeah. to make sure that I didn't buy the wrong thing. Habis yeah. kalau my nenek ask me to buy, tak kena video call. Video call your mother and ask her to. That's, what, that's what my husband does to me. Yeah. So when I ask my husband to get stuff for me at the supermarket, yeah. they were like, okay, uh, I'm calling you now. And they will video call me and show me the entire shelf. Uh, where's the thing that you want? You know? <laughs> <laughs> but you know talking yeah. about Malay food kan, I rasa macam because my grandparents they are very conservative and they only cook Malayu food mm-hmm. so macam my cousin really like to eat you know paru paru goreng mm. that very crispy kan oh yeah yes. but then the process yeah. of um cooking the paru is like macam you know kena rendam the paru mm. then you need to like rebus yeah. and like it's huge yeah. Yeah. the whole thing is like it's yeah. crazy how much they can like yeah. do it you know when you fry it, yeah. it's a lot of oils better. Yeah. <laughs> I don't involve myself that's in the kitchen. That's why you just get the paru that's already, you know, boiled at the market. Oh, Pasal they do that? Oh. oh, tip. Yeah. Buy the one that's already boiled. <laughs> I don't yeah. think my name is Yeah, my mom also didn't, don't buy yeah. the boiled ones. Traditional. Yeah. yeah, I think the thing macam ada banyak preservative kat dalam. 
Macam dia tolong Macam yeah. MSG or something Not really But I think it's just This makcik mindset yeah. You know where I must do everything yeah, From yeah, strategy yeah, 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 yeah. I must know that The, the kambing Or the lembu Just slaughtered Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But sometimes When I'm like Helping my mom Because my assistance in the kitchen comes in in the beginning, aka buying ingredients, mm. and at the end, aka frying the things. Okay. But in the middle, it's just my mom mm. prepping and the whole thing. So like, when I'm frying, uh, I'm goreng, fried chicken, uh, goreng pisang, all these fried things, right? And I question myself whether this is worth it. Because it's just, it gets everywhere. Firstly, the oil gets everywhere. It gets all over me. Yeah. It's so scary. It's just like, I'm just like, oh. <laughs> is this worth it or not? Because like, when you have, I don't know, some items when you fry, there's like cornstarch and cornstarch and oil are like, they make like It's this. Like a lot more, it's crispy lah. Yes, it's good. Yeah. But like, the yeah. damage in the kitchen is a lot. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. Yeah. It's like, is this worth it? Is this worth it? Is this worth it? Oh, why? Okay, I fry it. It's like, I wear long sleeve, you know, so that it doesn't, I don't get yeah I guess uh, that's the difference between our generation and our parents generation like I don't know with you guys but my mom she was working and not working you know it was like yeah. uh, there was a period of time she was a stay at home mom and then, uh, then after that she went back to work for a while and then she's like okay I just want to stay home again so you know you've got all the time in the world I suppose so that's why they don't mm. mind getting their hands dirty mm. true Yeah, 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 we need to toughen up and. And back then, tak ada pun macam like uh, instant mix ke. Right, yeah. So you have to yeah. get all oh, the turmeric and curry. Yeah. I mean your own once. like curry yeah. powder. I mean your own like better. Yeah, messy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but not I, my type. <laughs> <laughs> but I think like talking about like food and things, I think really Singapore is at the heart of it. Like we have so many kinds of cuisines. Mm. Uh, we have so many types of food. Yeah. Uh, I think. When we, I think when you go overseas, the first thing we miss about home is the food. Yeah. For sure. I don't know why Nuno is giving me side eye. No, chili. Chili. Yeah. <laughs> sambal. Sambal. Sambal kicap. Everything spicy. Oh, condiments. Yes. Yeah. It's not something yeah. that you, you get yeah. overseas. Um, but like, how would you like describe, you know, food in Singapore for like someone who's coming in as like a visitor or like a traveler? Let's say you have a... Yeah, someone visiting Singapore. How would you? Food in Singapore to a visitor. <laughs> yeah, how, how would you? What would you let them oh, try okay. first? What would I let them? Okay, I'll probably like you know ask them you know what's what's their comfort level with spice you mm. know and I mean you can't immediately introduce them to like sambal blado lah right mm-hmm. yeah you have to like you know work your way up so you know something like a lem- ayam lemak would be a simple easy first dish for you to give them a try um, but yeah I, I made friends with a couple servers a few customers before and I think ayam lemak is a safe dish for them. Mm. <laughs> like it's like rich in the santan the mm. coconut milk I think that's yes, always good yes. the depth of flavours yeah yeah I think it's it's I don't know I don't know what it's like my comfort dish it's my go-to dish when I'm like <laughs> need, I need to put me up you know we just don't right. put in a pot and it boil and the santan and oh, it's, it's it's really <laughs> comfort level to the max uh. so that's your yeah. comfort food you would say Yeah, yeah. Because mm. like when I was in primary school, um, I would smell my mom cooking it like from two stairs, two stories down. Mm. And I'll climb up the stairs and I'll be like, okay, I think Ibu is cooking ayam lemak. <laughs> you know, because I can smell the rumpa. Mm-hmm. And then true enough, when I get home, she'll be like, how you know? Ah? I'm like, I can smell, I can smell, you know? And then I cannot wait, I have to like 
it's okay if it's like piping hot I'll still just yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. so you know ever since I work from home right so my nenek would cook in the kitchen mm. at around 12 which is our lunch time mm. now I would just enter yeah. the kitchen okay I'm ready <laughs> I'm ready to eat because like you never know because bila dia masak macam ayam goreng yep. you need to eat it hot and crispy mm-hmm. and like if you wait a bit longer it's gonna be soggy mm-hmm. so she always like yeah. belum masak belum habis because she needs to wipe down the kitchen oh. macam baru kasi orang makan kan right. I don't care just take lah <laughs> <laughs> you cannot wait this kind of things. This kind of things cannot wait. What is your comfort food? Uh, I would say not comfort food, but I would say like, um, I, lama nak fikir. Okay, wait, 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 wait. I, I think not comfort food, but then like I think a day to hajar maimuna is yep. a good day. Right. So like hajar maimuna macam tahu telur. Uh-huh. Mashallah, <laughs> it's the best. And like, like you always say, ayam lemak, mm. the best ah. Nice. No, no, what's yours? Hmm. Now I'm like craving for my ayam lemak cili padi that my mom made yesterday. Tiba-tiba semua orang cakap aku lah. No, no, it really is because yep. I remember because the way that I eat ayam lemak cili padi is I guess my, to my mom is weird. So whenever I make my, I take my rice and put my mm-hmm. ayam lemak kuah. Mm-hmm it will like flow, overflow. So it looks like a soup. Yeah. So my mom would actually take a photo. Yeah, she will take a photo yesterday. She took a photo yesterday and I know for a fact she went show to her friends. I'm like, look at my anak makan ayam lemak macam gini. And I'm like, why? So it's so nice. You like hirup the kuah, right? Yes. Oh, I suka, I tak suka banyak sangat kuah. I want it to be like pekat-pekat the nasi. Right. Mm. Like dry. Rice dry. Yeah. Mm. But roti kira is also nice. as well. But I must have some sambal blado on the side. Yeah. I haven't I haven't reached the sambal blado part. Like I oh, haven't reached that. Sambal blado and sambal blachan, is it the same thing? No. No, no it's not. It's not. Blado, yeah, sambal blachan is uncooked. Sambal right. blado is cooked. Yeah, so no. it's really just ginger, garlic, uh, your lada. Uh, and then you add some daun uh, limau. And asam lah yeah, to make it you know to balance out the the spiciness. Mm. So it's oh, it's it's really spicy. I really love it when it's really spicy. So ayam lemak it's sometimes spicy, sometimes not spicy. Mm-hmm. Right? It depends on where yeah. you buy it from. So if you add some more blado and then if you add like a dry uh, urap, you know tauge urap. Mm-hmm. I, I'm one of those who actually love tauge. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one of those. You know? So yeah, one of the rare I suppose. So yeah. you add that to yeah, ayam lemak and some blado. Oh, that's like heaven. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, like, I don't know if it's weird, but then, like, I cannot eat tauge on like, other things, but I can eat tauge urap. It's just something else. It's, like, so tauge raw. it's almost raw, though. It's, I don't know, is it, it is the like, taste it is or is it, like, the it crispiness? I don't know, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, now yeah, I, no, I think, I know. like, there's a texture issue, like, when the tauge is, when you blanch it, even if you buy, like, yeah. soup, right, they, they add tauge, I don't like it when they blanch it. Yeah. Oh, I always I tell see. them, don't blanch the tauge, yeah. Because mm. I like it crispy. Yeah. <laughs> I see. Okay, okay. No, I know. My house only has sambal belacan. Then sambal belado. We're going to put in a request now. Sambal belado. Oh, is it? Request. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think just white rice, wine like, like meat main, like ayam lemak cili padi and you have like sambal belacan and like veggie, kitauge if you have tauge. <laughs> but just without also, I think it's just so good. Yeah. Yeah. Annyeong, welcome to Jeju, South Korea, the island of beautiful nature, the best beaches, and home to some of the most scenic road trips. Indulge in only the best classic and halal Korean food scene, 
and enjoy the laid-back lifestyle here on this island. Get your legs ready to hike up the Songsan Iltubong to see the amazing view of this little town. And maybe say hello to the Henyo, the majestic female divers right by the ocean. And one thing you can never miss on this island is the million dollar sunset at Depo Chisanjoli Cliff. All of that right here in Jeju, South Korea. Um, okay, next question. Um, so we talk a lot about food and we kind of we briefly mentioned about how uh, you were finalist on MasterChef Singapore. How was that ex- whole experience for you being a, a participant? Uh, um, I think when I got to the part where, you know, it was a semi-finalist where I met, mm-hmm. uh, it was a restaurant challenge and I met Marco Pio White. Um, it was, I felt like huge, um, you know, like huge responsibility on my mm-hmm. shoulders. I'm like, oh my God, yeah. I'm like a hijabi. Yeah. I'm and I'm here in front of Marco Pio White cooking mm-hmm. in this restaurant. I've got to do something. I cannot embarrass, <laughs> I cannot embarrass myself. I cannot embarrass my people. You know, mm-hmm. I was like, ah, oh, I was like, pressure you know stress mm. but also it also felt I think it was a really good feeling that I got that far because yep. um, looking back uh, I think that was the best uh, experience ever in my life right. I mean Marco Pei White not many people know him <laughs> I admit when my so, you know even my friends at the time uh, I met um, Anthony Bourdain once the late mm-hmm. Anthony Bourdain I met him at a restaurant he was eating he was filming a what Sabah Menanti and I was so excited you know I was like <laughs> and then I went back to the office and then my my colleagues were like who is he mm-hmm, I was I like oh so embarrassed you know even even with Marco Pio White my friends were like oh, we're so happy for you but who is he yeah. <laughs> why why you know <laughs> you know it's like it's, it's really weird that um, I have this love for food this yeah. love for cooking you know but people around me they all just know food mm. and they they don't they don't understand the, the how nerdy I can get about food mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. but they still support me so I'm, I'm very I'm very thankful for that mm. <laughs> yeah but the pressures I think uh, of, of MasterChef and things um, uh, no regrets any regrets? No regrets, no regrets at all. No regrets at all. Um, it's just that, you know, like, you know that that, that, that feeling where, ah, oh, I should have done this, mm. I should have done that. Yeah. I know I could have gone further, but I think, you know, it was it was just nicely planned, you know. Yes, yeah. Probably, like, Allah was like, dah lah girl, you relax it out. But I think it's amazing you know? what you've accomplished. <laughs> Is this the first Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Mm. First season. First yeah. season. Season so like, one. How, how yeah. is the how is the, like the is there an audition process? How did you first enter? Audition. It was actually very random. Um, they first announced that they were having MasterChef Singapore, and then you know, there was a big hoo ha that mm. oh they're going to put it on Channel Eight, and everyone oh, was yeah, like yeah. you know there was lots of. You know, there was a lot of debate, like, why, yeah. why, you know, we mm-hmm. want to watch it too, you know, it should be on an English medium channel. Um, yeah, and then when they decided, like, okay, you know what, let's just switch to English medium and we'll open, we'll open auditions for mm-hmm. English speakers. Lah. Mm-hmm. And that's when I auditioned, uh, I submitted my, my submission at the form. And that was like a day to the deadline, a, yeah, one whole day to the deadline. And you know, I was in the office. I was bored. I'm like, okay, you know what? Let's just fill this up. You know, let's just try my luck. And the next morning, I received a phone call. You know, on the trip, on the way to work, and 
the person was like, you got to come to the audition tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, what time is good for you? And I was like, uh, okay, okay. It was very fast. I was very chopped up. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to submit a recipe and then I had to like get the ingredients. Lah. Mm-hmm. And what I cooked was ayam lemak cili padi. It was, um, but it, I, gave, I gave my own spin to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I cooked the rice with serai. So it was like nasi serai. And then um, the ayam, I actually grilled it first so that I had a crispy skin. Mm. And then I just poured the, the, the claw on top. Lah. So, uh, and then I served it with a side of sambal. So I think they liked the, the, the twist that I did to the ayam lemak. Yeah, mm. it was very um, heartwarming when when after after the audition, right? Because we were given forty five minutes to cook, just forty five minutes. That's mm-hmm. usually I am lemak. I think I usually take one hour lah. Forty five minutes is kind of pushing it. Mm-hmm. So after it was done, the the producers sat down, talked to me, and then they were like cooking my food. You know, we I only prepared one plate, and it wasn't a lot. And I was like worried because uh, I think the other producer haven't tried, so you might want to leave some for your colleague. Mm-hmm. And then the, the lady was like, "Oh yeah, I'm so sorry. This is really good. I thought they like big for me, <laughs> you know." And I, I was very touched, like, Yeah, I was mm-hmm. very touched that they actually enjoyed it. Right. And they called me back eventually mm-hmm. for top eating. Yeah, nice, That's cute. And like I am, I am the much chili party. You know, that is like your winning dish. Yeah, that must be really comforting. Yeah. Um, yeah. but it's a, it's, a, it's a pressure that we see on screen real as well yeah. what you experienced uh, yeah. for, for me yes mm. um, because I put a lot of pressure on myself mm, uh, I'm very yeah. competitive uh, I was I was in a competitive sports before so I think it's just natural mm. for me to be competitive in whatever competition <laughs> I'm doing la. so you know um, I was like uh, surveying the competition yeah. you know looking and I'm like you know what um I think I've got my Malay dishes uh, like I, I, I'm considered like a pro amongst the rest mm-hmm. when it comes to Malay food mm-hmm. but I had, I had to admit that I have some weaknesses like mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not a I'm not a pasta person as much. Mm. Uh, I don't know how to cook Chinese food as much. Mm. Um, I don't know how to make soups. I don't know how to make stocks until after the competition. Mm. Mm. Because, yeah, because I that's not what I usually eat, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So like, if you ask me to make fishball noodle, uh, even until now, I'm like, uh, never mind. Fishball noodle, I go buy. Perfect. Rauda's mother make her own fishball. Make her, her, yeah. She would like uh, make the fish, buy the fish, <laughs> the fish paste, eh? and then she would scrape the the oh, wow. and then she would make into yeah, yeah. like fishball, fishball. But then just buy it. Is it like them? <laughs> Is it the Malay style fish bowl? Uh, yeah, I would say it's the Malay style. My mom uh, ah, yeah, is yeah, yeah, a big yeah. fan of Malay food, so everything she Malay, Malay fire, <laughs> Malay fire, <laughs> Malay fire. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so the Malay, the Malay fish bowl is not bouncy. It's not like toy toy. You know, they don't mm. have the point oh, point. Like, oh, it's very kenyal. Much more bagdas. No, no, much more bakso meatball kind of. Bakso, yes. Yeah. It's oh. very dense. Yeah, it's very dense. Yeah. It's it's basically just fish meat. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Okay, I want to ask a question, but I don't know if it's sensitive. No, go ahead. Okay, <laughs> so like when you enter as a Muslim, right? Do they like make sure that the things prepared are halal, or like is there a special station for you? Because like sometimes you might want to taste your own dishes, can? Yeah, yeah. So like, is yeah. there anything like that? So um, even before the competition, I wasn't as anal. You know, because I, mm-hmm. I travel a lot, so mm-hmm. I I kind of like close one eye. I am like, okay, if 
if they say it's halal, I'm going to take the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. And if you know, if if they say that okay, this doesn't have any meat, I've got to take the benefit of the doubt. So, but I'm very thankful that before the filming, they were the one who came to us because there was another Malay contestant. Mm. So they came to us and they said, okay, you guys are going to have your own separate knives. Mm. You guys are going to have, uh, we are going to have all halal meat. Mm. Um, so basically by default, all the meat was halal and they kept the pork and the, and the like the bacon all in a closed fridge. Mm. So it wasn't like visible to us. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Aww. So then, I was very touched. Yeah, I'm and touched. <laughs> right, right. I was very touched. I was very happy when yeah. when I found this out because mm-hmm. it made my life easier. Mm-hmm. And you know, um, they didn't have any challenges where I had to cook pork or whatever. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. they felt like it's it's really they, the producer themselves told me that you know like that's kind of stupid. I'm not going to make you guys go through that. Mm-hmm. You know, so just cook whatever you feel up your fancy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nice. It's really considerate. I think it's a whole step forward when they actually reach out to you first instead of you was was. Yes. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. nice. Uh. <laughs> yeah, the production seems to be very much different from other Master Chef that I have watched. I can't remember which country. Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, no, no, no. I don't know. I, I really can't remember. Mm-hmm. But one of the contestants was a vegan. Mm-hmm. And so she was actually forced to cook meat. And mm. but then she can't, uh, she uh-huh. can't taste it. So uh, I felt like the competition was very unfair on her part. Yeah. But it seems like in Singapore's context, it was really good. Yeah. yeah. But but we had another vegetarian um, contestant, Samia, the mm-hmm. Indian lady. Mm. So she's vegetarian, but I think she's okay with cooking meat because her her husband and son is mm. not vegetarian. Mm. Oh, so she's okay. vegetarian. Yeah, it's very by choice mm. and for religious and by choice. Mm-hmm. So she said that you know it's okay. I don't have to mm-hmm. taste the food. Mm-hmm. You know the meat for me to know whether it's done. I just trust my instincts. Wow. So that's where the skills come in, lah. You know, mm-hmm. where you taste something, where you don't have to taste something. Mm-hmm. You just know that okay, this will work. Yeah, <clears throat> that's amazing, ah. Yeah. To cook for firstly to cook for food for uh that you don't eat or you cannot eat. For others, and yes. mm. a sacrifice. Yeah, and you have to make multiple versions of the thing for yourself. Yeah. You know, for mm. your kids, for your family. So, but come to think of it, it's like you fasting, lah. <laughs> Cook without <laughs> tasting. It's okay, lah. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if you ever wonder if the food tastes good. Just ask, rely on someone's. Is it good? She can taste, right? I think like much. Um, I guess if it has meat, she wouldn't taste, right? What if it's just the gravy? <laughs> the gravy is it just the gravy? I don't know. Okay, okay. Maybe we all know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. So actually, we we have in um we and and you. How am I saying? Cut this out. You and I. <laughs> Both of us. Both of us. Hmm. Both of us. Uh. I mean. Uh, <laughs> <sorry>. <laughs> Okay, so we have been working on uh, something special with uh, Shamsida. Um, so we are actually working on a Muslim visitor's guide to Singapore. Um, the first one has actually been released last year. So uh, we are currently in the works of updating the second edition. Uh, in addition to that, we actually have a lifestyle supplement. So at the time of the publish of this, um, 
it may not yet be ready. It may not be live, but we're teasing it a little bit. Um, and uh, part of the feature that she's going to be in is uh, her uh, perspective of Gilang right? So mm. we have like a food spread where we talk about and we highlight all, you know, Singapore's delicious food. Uh, and really when you come to Gilang Sarai and this area, actually where our office is at, mm-hmm. the hub of it, uh, it's not actually a, a place I think tourists come to. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think typically they go to Kampong Glam, you know, where all the good Haji cafes Lane. are at Haji Lane uh, they go to Chinatown they go to all these main neighbourhoods which mm-hmm. is also good but I think Gelang Serai is really an out and coming place where really if you want to taste local authentic dishes that are affordable mm-hmm. this is where you come uh, and I think uh, some of the places that you shared uh, is very dear to our hearts as well uh, we go there for lunch sometimes so one of it is Yizun <laughs> actually love, you love Yizun right? Crispy eggplant <laughs> Uh, I I would like to take Rauda for that man. I need to go back there very soon and eat that. Uh, then I might tap out tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> I was just thinking about it and we're here in the office. Maybe I should tap out Yizun today. Crispy eggplant. Oh so God, life amazing. changer, right? Yes. So like, uh, mm. what is the what is Gelang's, uh, Gelang's kind of significance in your life? Because I mean, we all know apart from it being... Sorry, I'm losing you. Um, what is Gelang kind of uh, significance in your life? So we all know it's a food haven for one, but it's also a supermarket. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, not supermarket. It's a wet market. Wet market. So it's got long yeah. history being a wet market. You know, it's where our, our moms go to, our yeah. parents go to to mm-hmm. buy uh, groceries. People from Jurong would come here on the weekend. Really? really? Yeah. yeah. My mom wow. does. <laughs> wow. It's crazy. People yeah. will go... Above and beyond, yeah. Wow, and in context, the Gelang is more on the east side uh, of the yeah. island. So coming from all parts of the world, and I think because all it's... Out of the city. Out of the city. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tripping today, man. I don't know what's wrong. Imagine on the plane, and then he's like, I'm Gelang. Gelang. <laughs> well, you Can should. You should come. Maybe not I'm for fish. I'm gonna go Gelang, <laughs> uh, get, my, get my bubo kampung, and then go back, fly back to Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah. So kampung is one of the things that you recommend, right? You said... <laughs> Um, but yeah, yeah how yeah. how was it like? I mean, you, when you were a kid, did you follow your mom around to Gelang? Was it like significant uh, yes. part of your I, life? You you say I don't remember much of my childhood yeah. right, because I was always reading. Oh. <laughs> I was a bookworm lah back back then. Mm-hmm. But I do remember following my mom to Gelang. Um, to get stuff and yeah you know she didn't want me to follow so this thing I don't know another thing about Malay Mother's Day mm. they want us to cook but they don't uh, want us to yes. help yeah yeah, yeah, true. yeah. <laughs> so so last time she she didn't want me to follow her to the market but Bukian, right? I was like what five or six years old mm-hmm. she has to bring, bring me along so she'll park me at the <clears throat> at the kedai cendol Mm. She'll pack me and she'll give me two dollars, you know, and she will tell me, okay, you sit right here, here's two dollars, uh, buy whatever you want, I'll be back in like one hour, you know. So I'm there, okay lah, two dollars, and back then, Chendol was 50 cents ah. Mm. <laughs> I still remember. Chendol, Chendol tepi longkang eh. Yes. Yes, right, yes. right. <laughs> yeah. In, in the blue, the small blue. Mm. Yeah, the cup, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, then I would probably get like four four bowls, you know, every fifteen minutes I'll buy one bowl, you know, and then at, at the end of it my mom my mom with a bag of like ayam, bag of daging and then she's mm-hmm. like Berapa, berapa, berapa mangkuk channel kau beli? Berapa gitu dolar? Habis 
she'll be like, oh yeah, I don't know what to do with this kid anymore. You know, she's like, okay, kasak tau lah. You know, but yeah, that's that's one of my fondest memory. Yep. And up to today, I can still smell gila. Mm-hmm. You know, the old gila. Uh-huh. Yeah. Smell, you know, and there used to be this pachi who sells baju kurung and kurung inside. Mm-hmm. She lay out all the baju kurung like on the on the table. I don't know what it is. It's mm-hmm. like a ambient kind of thing, you know. And she, he has a song for it. I don't remember the song, mm. but yeah, I still remember that because I mean that was my childhood, lah. You know, and I miss that sometimes yep. because mm-hmm. now when I go gelang, I'm like, alam, I have to fight with this machi to get to see gelang. It's crazy, you know. The machi machi get gelang, so it's crazy. You must be confident, you know, when you want to order yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you watch like, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, you don't the piece, can Ah, uh, the other day my mom she was walking so much like very packed kan because COVID yeah. eh. so much like ada macam kat belakang ni dia push push my mom's leg with oh no. the trolley oh no yeah <laughs> like nak marah pun tak boleh so yeah you very feisty you, I think it builds a lot of confidence in character <laughs> when you go to a, a wet market not a supermarket yeah. a wet market yeah yeah. Um, yeah I think the gelang yeah. that you talk about is like before the Gilang mm. now, right? Like, you know, when it was just a, f- a one-story sort of place. Mm. My memory yeah. of Gilang was like, whenever my mom wants to go to the pasar, I was the youngest uh, and she would drag me along. I would dread it because it's very early in the morning. I don't like it, it's very wet, but I remember that whenever we go there, my dad would always have lontong. Um, and then I would go because they would buy for me uh, like snacks. Mm. And then like this thing called Apam Pulau Pinang, which is also known as Apam Balik. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, yes, which they yes, still yes, yes. now I think I'm not so sure but back then it was like he always buy for me the same thing and I would go because of that mm. and like I, I would never go into like the wet wet market same as like Shamsudash they would just park me at one side <laughs> feed me keep me busy uh, and then yeah that's like thinking about it now it's uh, I didn't like it but I think it really left a lot of, of good memories mm-hmm. yeah. did yeah. you ever experience Hazira that gilang because you are like Gen Z Gen Z <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would think I only like experienced it when I was like 5 years old mm. and by the time I reached 6 they were like robo so they renovated it, moved, it yeah renovate and I moved to the temporary okay. that's the temporary yeah. one mm-hmm. so that experience yeah. and then now it's this okay. that's kind of why I don't really like to go to the wet market I just think mm. it's very packed mm. <laughs> I prefer a fair price it is it is but I don't know I think once you've come to an age where you know you have your family you have yes. your household you know and you make friends with the with mm. the pasta, it's pretty fun lah mm. okay and, uh, yeah so, like I'm really best friends with the abang good jual the kambing uh, uh, I'm really good friends with the pakcik jual lagi mm-hmm. you know and then the apik apik udang you know that one, the wife knows lah what I want, you know. Yeah. Basically, I go there, I just, okay, take, 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 and then sit up there. That's yeah. good, you know. That's good. I guess it's the appeal of still going to wet markets. Um, it, it's also like a lot cheaper, fresher, sort of. It's definitely yes. a lot cheaper. Mm. Um, fresher, yes, but you've got to be picky lah. You've mm. got to mm. check. Um, so, there's a thing, there's a beauty about wet markets. Um, you see, you know, like a fish, you check the gills, whether it's yeah. fresh, you know. Mm. If, if you go to the supermarket, you know, you just, okay lah, just see, this one looks okay. And then if you go to NGC, like, okay, you can ask, then you have to cut for you. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, but that's, 
I think one thing that our generation is daunted by is is the is the relationship as opposed to mm. the talking to, to the shop mm, owner yeah. because like like what you guys said just now right you've got to be a bit feisty you've got to be a bit fast you've got to know what <laughs> you want you know but you can charm your way la. you can ask uh, which one is the fresher one uh? is this the big one or is it you know that kind of thing yeah Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's true. I think it takes experience. It takes time. Yeah, you need to be a pro. Yeah, need, I mean to get to get there, you have to start somewhere. Better you buy long beans. Okay. <laughs> uh, there will become a time where I will know my vegetables. Okay. Even Inshallah. the vegetables I do not eat. Okay. <laughs> Trust my words. Okay. Uh, but apart from that, also, I mean, uh, I mean, second level is a lot of food, right, in Gelang. So, uh, what are some? We talked about Yizu. We talk about you know your bubuk kampung and sajian madara. Uh, what what are some of your kind of picks in this area? Whenever you come, you my know, what sorry? Your picks, picks. Mm-hmm. Mm, I think one of the must have when I go Geylang is the centeng. I need to leave with like a a, a, a bottle or two of the centeng mm-hmm. because it's really good. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, oh, kueh the kueh from Tornado. <laughs> oh, that's the name of the shop. Yeah, yeah, there's a name on the shop. <laughs> oh. See, the thing about Jilang is that I don't really remember the name. Yeah, you just yeah. know where it yeah. is, right? Yeah. And then there's yeah. another one which yeah. I could have had the name. Oh, literally, literally could have had the name. No name shop. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, first time I yeah. hear there's a shop called Tonido. <laughs> Now I know. Yeah. Okay. The, the Kedai Kueh actually shares its shed with, like, I think the Anna has, like, a kebab station there. Ooh. So, the Tonido is a kebab lah. Yeah. Oh. So, the, the, the mother runs the Kueh, I think. Mm-hmm. I'm not too sure, but you know, it, the kuih there is really, really good. Um, I think once you buy from that shop, you wouldn't want to eat anywhere else. Uh. Ooh, okay, I'll look for it now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. My dad likes to buy gandos. You know what gandos? gandos? No. Shosida, you know what is gandos? Apun gandum. Gandos. What's gandos? It's gandos, it's, okay, there's this shop in, Asagi lang na upstairs. So, it's called Gandos uh, shop. So it's like this, you know how you eat like, oh, I feel like so much pressure trying to describe this thing. <laughs> uh, you know like you eat apam, is it? Just okay. Like, I don't know what it's called. It's a white uh-huh. thing and then there's a red sugar, orange sugar. Oh, apam ah. Apam, right? Yeah. Okay. And then so it's a similar yeah. thing. You have that red sugar, but it's like a semi-circle, coconut, uh, doughy kind of thing. So it's, it's semi-circle, it's very dense. Oh, it's a, it's, it's like steamed, is it? Yes. Uh, I don't know. It's like the Malay idli. Ah, yeah, yeah. Something. Like, like the Malay idli. I don't know what's the name. The coconut. It's got like the pong. It's like the basic of yeah, every yeah. good kuih lah. <laughs> is there any inti? No. No, it's that is inti lah. The coconut. I think it's one. It's a semi-circle oh. hard thing. It's a very old uh, kind of food. I think so. Whenever my dad goes there, he'll buy the gandos. Mm. So I just like. I think that's the mm. thing I like about Malay kuihs. It's like when you describe it. Okay, it has uh, pandan. It has gulamaka. Uh, <laughs> Everything has pork. Exactly. Exactly. It's chewy. Exactly. It's a bit of a. Ah, uh, <laughs> so you're talking about onde onde. Then you're talking about. Kelope, it's the same thing. Actually, that's true. I was thinking like you know, onde onde, and then you know, uh, badak berdaun. Yeah, it's iterations of the same thing. Yeah, yeah. don't you think so? Yeah, the kelapa yeah. is yeah. instead of like solid, it's like liquid. Yeah, mm. it's, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's like the the kuih dada. 
You know, the it's road. The same it's the same thing. thing. <laughs> it's color, it's green, it's got green marker. It's just That's like, true. they have these few basic ingredients and you just got creative with it. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. Just like, it's just in different states of matter. You have the solid, <laughs> you have the liquid, <laughs> you have the liquid. Right. So sometimes <laughs> when my mom <laughs> has this green thing on the table, then it's like guessing what is it going to become? <laughs> <laughs> is it going to go on there and there? Is it going to be burnt up, burnt down? You don't know. So, so that's fun. Yeah. I think what I like most about Gilang kan, is like uh, my grandparents, so they always have, they will go to the second level after they're done shopping at level one, they'll go to second level and then meet their friends there. Mm-hmm. So they cannot go a week without going to Gilang because that's where the pot is. Oh, the meeting point. Yeah, meeting point. And they're like, oh, come bomber, come on, clinic, gitu. Mm. So cute. Yeah. It's just yeah. camaraderie. <laughs> <laughs> so they come from all parts of the island to meet them. Yes. Yeah, actually people will actually like go to Gelang just to see their friends. That's true. Like confirm akan jumpa. Right? So cute. So cute. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I can't we, wait to reach that age because we actually do enjoy, you know, like eating with my friends. Yeah. Eh, macam nak emang gitu kan. But where will your place be? Uh, no. You know? Just tukar-tukar. So like last time I feel like I would go much like Haji Lane area right. again. But then now I've gotten to like appreciate Gelang because it's mm-hmm. where like everyone actually goes. Mm-hmm. So it changes. I, I guess it, it depends on which is still standing by the time you are a hajar. <laughs> That's, <true. laughs> That's true. That's true. But I do think my place would be Bedok. Simpan Bedok. Oh, okay, okay. The heart of Bedok. Yeah, it is very suitable for lepak sessions too. Yes. For you to stay there for long. Like, that, that used to be me like, what, 15 years ago? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. I'm probably going to be you next. <laughs> See where you're going to Okay. Um, so, I think uh, you also recently wrote a cookbook, right? Um, I mean, yeah. how how was it? Uh, was it a, a long time coming for you? Or do you have plans to release the second edition? <laughs> um, it was definitely um, in the works. I, I was planning to write it like, even before MasterChef. Mm-hmm. But after MasterChef, um, the opportunity came. Marshall Cavendish actually approached me. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and then it, it was actually my second child because I, I wrote it pretty much during from, from the point I was pregnant all the way till like mm-hmm. next one or six months. So it took a bit longer than mm-hmm. I wanted it to be, but only because I was pregnant. Now. Right. Yeah. So it's my second child. Um, I don't know. Maybe um, if, if the opportunity comes, I'll write a second one. But you know, right now as as a mom, um, I'm always worrying about you know what my son is eating. Mm-hmm. Uh, what am I gonna feed my son? Yep. You know, like sometimes I I you know I join all this mom um, baby baby groups, like weaning groups, mm. baby feeding groups, mm. you know, baby recipes. And then I'm like looking at them and I'm like, wow, their kids really eat all of this, uh. Because my son will just eat off my plate. Mm. He won't eat what I prepare for him separately. I oh. guess it's like really good, really sedap. Mm. So, I'm like, sometimes I look at him, okay lah, gasak kau lah, you know. You're cool, you're happy. I second that to treat, but that's the touch cake. I was so disappointed. Exactly, exactly, exactly. As long as he's happy, you know, okay, fine. But that's good, then you don't have to prepare separate, like two things, right? Just one dish. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But of course, lah, like, I cannot give him ayam lemak. Lah, you know? yeah. so I cannot give him sambal dadu. Mm. Of course, like, you know, those days when I do want spicy food, I have to prepare soup. Okay? Right. Mm. Yeah, but I'm uh, I'm pretty happy that he eats tempeh also. Because my mm. husband doesn't eat tempeh. So, mm. my son loves tempeh. So, whenever I make tempeh, he will like, 
grab them off my table, off my plate, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I have to take another one. <laughs> so I always fry a big batch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You gonna say something? I was gonna say. <laughs> <clears throat> it's so cool. I rasa macam these days I see moms. Um, they have this machine where they steam their food, right? And then they blend it. Wow, yeah, yeah. the machine steams and blends. Steams and blends. Technology, technology <laughs> makes it easier. For moms. Yeah, but it looks so weird because like they're feeding their babies like pumpkin, yep. mm. carrots, like super healthy things. I cannot imagine eating that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not me, but I cannot imagine. <laughs> you won't know anything, I guess, if you're a baby. You just yeah. eat whatever they give you. Yeah, that's what my mom also yeah. used to, to feed me when I was a child. So instead of like the pots of uh, baby food, she would blend carrots mm-hmm. and don't know what thing and just feed me. Mm. I'm like, what? <laughs> the amount of effort as a mother. Yeah. My gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it takes yeah. a lot, yeah. obviously, to be a mom. Um, thank you so much, Shamsida, uh, for being on board, uh, taking time out. We really no look problem. forward to uh, launching the guide as well. Uh, I think we've got a lot of good stuff in it. Um, so, yeah. Thank you so much. Um, so, we're going to... Thank you look, so much for having me. We're going to look forward to your second book. Inshallah. Inshallah. Hopefully, hopefully, inshallah. Inshallah. <laughs> okay, like, thank you so much for watching this video. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And in the meantime, we'll say goodbye to Shamsida and everyone else. Bye. 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 <laughs> Alright, guys. Thanks for listening. So we'll see you on the next episode. Don't forget to give us a shout out on anchor.fm/thehalaltravelpodcast. Your voice message could be featured in our next episode. Yep, and if you have any advertising and collaboration opportunities, contact us at info at halaltrip.com. That's I-N-F-O at H-A-L-A-L-T-R-I-P.com. Also, don't forget to follow us on our Instagram, Facebook and Twitter at Halal Trip. We're also now on Telegram and TikTok. Until next time, get inspired, go and inspire others. Mm-hmm.